In this episode, we talk about how to see improvement in your skills. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps. Big changes where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we are looking at the process of improvement and what the critical, critical factor of that is. Now, the answer to that question is not actually going to shock you, right? I don't want to get you all hyped up for some big reveal of some secret new strategy that the Mayans just handed down to me. It's not like that, right? It's not going to shock you, but we are going to dive into the effect that it has on you with the goal being to help push you forward as you struggle through it. Because trust me, it is a struggle. That is the only way to grow. We've talked about this a thousand times. Now, with that said, before we jump into the episode, today is the second to last day to enter for a chance to win one of three $50 Amazon gift cards. You can do so by heading over to tinyleaps.fm slash survey. Take the survey. It should take you five minutes, but you'll be entered for a chance to win one of three $50 gift cards. I'm doing the drawing on February 1st, so January 31st at 11.59 p.m. Eastern. Everything shuts down and your chance to enter goes away. So head over to tinyleaps.fm slash survey right now and let's jump into the episode. So how do you actually see improvement? How do you grow and improve at the things you're trying to get better at, whatever those skills might be? Well, the answer is not gonna shock you, but get ready anyway. Are you ready? It's called practice. P-R-A-C-T-I-C-E. Practice. You have to practice. That's ultimately what it comes down to. You have to practice. Now, what does practice mean? Well, it means doing the thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again until you get it. It means taking the time to slow down and figure out what you're doing wrong so that you can intentionally try to do better. It means actually trying to get better. Like That's all it is. Practice is the most simple thing in the world. We've all practiced before. We all had to practice our letters. We all had to practice speaking. We all had to practice walking. We had to practice crawling. We had to practice letting our parents know that we were hungry. We had to practice cooking and cleaning and doing all of the things that we all do super easily. So why would you think that there is any other way to get better than to practice. And by the way, I don't mean that in any sort of accusatory way. I'm guilty of this too. But one of the things that I find so interesting is that the number one comment on my book on Amazon is, there's nothing new here. What do you mean, dog? Of course there is nothing new here. Anyone who's still inventing ways to get better is just trying to steal your money. Like, I'm sorry, but that's not what this is about. That's not what this show is here for. I'm not going to make up random new things and give them cool little uh, names and try to like wow you with this marketing ploy. No, I'm going to tell you what you need to do. And what you need to do if you want to improve is do the thing over and over and over and over again. If you can't do that, then you don't get better. That's It's that simple. If you can't keep going and keep practicing and deliberately trying to get better, then you won't get better. It's that simple. 
Now, it's up to you if you can prioritize that. It's up to you if you want to prioritize that. And there's no shame in not prioritizing it for all things, right? You might want to learn French, but you just don't want to prioritize it. That's fine. Just means you won't learn French. That's fine. You don't need to know French. So that's the answer. You got to practice. That's how you see improvement. But to help you through this, because otherwise this episode is literally just me yelling at you and that's never fun. To help you wrap your head around this, I want to turn to an article I found recently on Inc.com. It's from Wanda Thibodeau and it's all about what actually happens in your brain when you practice. Now I've talked about this concept before a very long time ago. I originally found it in a book that I cannot for the life of me remember, but I'm going to link to it in the description of this episode. So I highly recommend you check it out, and I recommend you check out the full article. I'm just going to read sort of a snippet that I think is uh, instructive in how our brains respond when we actually practice. And I quote, Every time you practice and repeat a physical motion, you build up the layers of myelin around your accents. And I'm breaking out of the quote here. You can think of accents kind of like electrical wiring, right? They connect all the different pieces of the brain that create all the different functions. And whenever you execute some kind of function, that's one piece of the brain talking to another piece of the brain, and the accent is the way that it talks to them. Now, that's a super simplistic definition, and I'm sure there's some neuroscientist out there or somebody way more intelligent than I am who can make that uh, a better definition, but that's my understanding of it right now. Let's get back to the quote. So, quote, every time you practice and repeat a physical motion, you build up the layers of myelin around your axons, improving their insulation. Scientists believe this extra insulation makes such a difference in the axon function that it essentially creates a sort of super highway for the electrical signals traveling through your body. So it's not that you're forming muscle memory that doesn't really exist. It's that you're upping the speed at which the brain and your muscles are communicating, improving how fast recall, command, and response take place, end quote. So the basic idea here is that by practicing and repeating things over and over and over again, especially in similar concepts, and I know yesterday's episode we talked all about how that can actually have a negative effect through something called strong habit intrusion. So if you haven't listened to that, I recommend that you do. But in this scenario, this it's a good thing, right? Practicing it over and over and over again, ideally in a similar context, that allows you to reinforce the the wiring between all the different parts of the brain that are responsible for that thing, right? So all of the different areas of the brain that have to come together to create that thing. That's why it's so slow and clunky at first, but eventually it doesn't feel as slow and clunky because the wiring is reinforced. It created that super highway between all the different pieces. In the beginning, you kind of just had to jerry-rig it with some string and two cups, but now they've got internet, right? That's how the brain is essentially working. So when we get back, we're going to talk about how you can more effectively practice because I do want to leave you with something practical here. So stick around for that. How would you feel if you saved an extra $1,500 this year without lifting a finger? That's exactly what Empower can help you do. It's really difficult to save as much money as we need to because as soon as we get extra money, it gets spent. We do the best we can with our budgets and apps to track spending, but somehow it just still doesn't work. Well, there's an app for that. It's called Empower. That's E-M-P-O-W-E-R. 
It's an awesome mobile app that makes saving and managing your money the easiest thing that you'll do all day. For starters, Empower has an automated savings feature. You simply tell the app your weekly savings target, and every day, Empower studies your income and spending and automatically knows when to move the right amount of money into your savings account, where you're less likely to spend it. It's called autosave. Just set it and forget it. And now, you can stop Googling for answers to all of your finance questions. You can just text Empower's human coaches who give you personalized recommendations and they're on standby to steer you through whatever financial challenge might come up in your life. If you want to save $1,500 more this year, you've got to check out the Empower app. Download Empower, that's E-M-P-O-W-E-R, in the App Store or Play Store. Over 650,000 other people already have. And if you start today, listeners of this show actually have a special offer. You can get $5 for free, $5 when you use the offer code TINYLEAPS and to reach your savings goal. So to claim that $5 offer, head over to empower.me slash leaps and use the offer code tiny leaps. All right, we're back and we're talking about the effects of practice on our brain. We've already talked about the fact that no secret practice is the 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 key to getting better, right? That there's no secret code here, there's no 12-step formula. There is just practice, the, the grueling art of doing it over and over and over again. Now, How do we actually practice? How do we do it effectively? How do we get the most out of it, especially when we don't have a lot of time? Well, there's four main things that I want you to think about. This is how I try to approach my practice, and I don't always do it well. I'm not always amazing at it, but I do think that it is uh, incredibly valuable to approach things from this point of view. So how do we do this? Well, first, you want to do a run-through of the thing. So what does that mean? Well, the first thing to realize is that this applies on a micro level as well as on a macro level. So you want to take whatever the thing is you're trying to learn, whatever thing you're trying to get better at, and you want to break it down to the smallest thing that you can practice. And then from there, you do a run through. So here's what that might look like. If you're trying to learn French, so let's say you wanted to order steak and fries at a French restaurant, you might say something like, je voudrais la steak frite. Now, I don't actually know if that was right. I know most of it was right. I don't know if the la is supposed to be there because I haven't actually spoken or taken French in years. So forgive me. But the point is, you might say the phrase, right? And the first time you say it, it might be, je vous Dre la steak frites, right? It might be clunky. It might be uh, gross sounding and really boring and annoying and frustrating and all of the negative things, right? It might not be a fun thing to do the first time you say it. That's fine. You've got to do that dry run through. Why do you need to do that? Because you need to understand where the points of failure are. That's the second part of this, right? You do a run through so that you can see where you are failing. Maybe you said je right, but you didn't say voudre right. That's fine. That's a point of failure. You need to work on that piece. And that doesn't mean that you don't work on everything else. It means you put extra effort on that piece. Why? Because that is the point of failure right now. That's where your tongue is getting tied. That's where you can't quite get the roll or or whatever it is that makes that thing sound French. 
That's the influential point. That is the area that you should spend the most of your time on. Then the third piece is you start to piece these things back together little by little. Now, this is a very basic approach to things. I've done this with my five-year-old nephew when sitting and reading with him. Essentially, what you do is you hit that word, that that part that was a failure for you. You do that. Then you add back in one thing from the larger piece, and you do them both. Then you add back in a second thing from the larger piece, and you do them both. And you do that over and over and over and over and over again. And eventually, you're able to do the full sentence without skipping a beat. Why? Because you hit that influential point over and over and over again, and you added it back into the larger context. So instead of just practicing voudre, 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 instead of just doing that, you are actually bringing it back into the context so that the next time you try to say the full sentence, you aren't going to stumble over it because you're not used to the context. So instead of just saying voudre, voudre, blah, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm really not a French speaker. I apologize. Um, but instead of just saying that word over and over and over again, and then you get back and now you're trying to say je voudre, but you still screw it up and you say voudre or whatever it is because you're not used to the context. You first say voudre, voudre, then you say je voudre, je voudre, je voudre, then you say je voudre la, je voudre la, je voudre. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to stop with the French analogy because clearly this just isn't my space. I apologize to all of my French listeners out there. I hope that you got some entertainment at least. Uh the point is take the thing that is the influential point, practice that piece by itself, and then you add in more of the context so that you're still getting practice on that influential piece, but you are allowing yourself to uh, connect it back to the larger piece as well. And that's how I think you should approach your practice, is this segmented approach where you are putting more stress on the influential points and then bringing it back to the larger context. But at the end of the day, whatever method of practice works for you is what you need to do. Because as we've discussed, the only way you get better is practice. There is no secret approach and strategy that you're going to pay some coach $9.97 for. It just doesn't exist. The only way to do it is to practice. So with that said, thank you so much for listening to this. I hope this episode was valuable to you. If it was, do me a favor and share it with somebody. Just find somebody in your life who needs to hear this, who is struggling with something and needs to listen to this show. Find them and let them know that we exist. I would appreciate that so, so much from the bottom of my heart. I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to click subscribe wherever you're tuning in. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.